This is an SJC Radio production. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Pit Stop with Mr. Bird on SJC Radio. Welcome to Pit Stop. This is Series 6, Episode 9. I'm joined this week by, well, we've got, obviously, Will, and we've got Finn back yes, sir. from The Dentist, which is nice. Now, the first thing, we always talk about news. Now, what normally happens here is you two have done no research whatsoever, no, and then I have to talk at length about stuff. So, uh, I think, mind you, Will, you got something, Will? Got some news from the world of Formula One? Uh, well, yeah, well, I, yeah, I can say this one. Yeah. Uh, Gasly to remain with Aftari. Yeah, stupid boy. You're, you're, you're not, because you were saying that wasn't going to happen. No, you, weren't that you? shouldn't happen either. It shouldn't happen. Even there for what, six or six or two or something like that. He's, but he's, I think he's How does he feel about that? Well, I think he's fine. I don't know. Okay, so he's happy he's about it. He's too good for Alphatari. Right, so he's happy about it, but you're not happy about it. I'm not. And always will. There we go. Um, right, is that over to me now? Yeah. No, no, Finn's shaking his head. Uh, well, sorry, big news by right. Nelson Piquet. Nelson Piquet has been using a racist language about Lewis Hamilton. That, yeah, that, yeah I, I did hear about that. Um, ah, that's a good thing. I saw a good Twitter thread. Read thread. Yeah. Um, and there's this guy saying, imagine, imagine Lewis, it's like he's got like four followers and he tweets, imagine Lewis Hamilton said, who is Nelson Piquet? And the only comment on it is Lewis Hamilton saying, imagine. Yes. That, okay. I, I think I get that. That, that. That's good. Yes. And Jury Vips has also said, yeah. said racist, racist things. The, the thing is, basically on Liam Lawson's um, Twitch stream. Twitch? Yeah. Don't know, is that Twitter? No, 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 carry on. I don't no, know. It's like, like, it's like YouTube, but it's live streaming. Okay. Um, Sounds dangerous, yeah. Um, uh, basically, Liam Lawson was streaming Call of Duty and uh, he was playing with Jury Vips. Right. Jury Vips died and he said the N word. Oh, dear. And then Blimey. Rebel suspended him. Well, I'm, I'm not. I'm high tech. High tech. Well, the, the, the moment that became public knowledge, he was always going to be suspended. I, I suspect his future at Red Bull is well, now he's, over. He's been suspended. I don't know, he's been, yeah, I'm not, I'm not been terminated. I'm not surprised action has been taken. It goes to show that, that you know, you've got to, oh, you obviously got to be careful what you say uh, when you're online. But then again, decent people wouldn't say things like that. Anyway, right, now moving on to uh, news that I've got from the world of MotoGP. I'm going to talk about the, obviously, the, um, the Dutch uh, MotoGP in a minute. Um, we know that Quattuaro and Espargo had a crash, 
Now, here's the news bit. Quattararo has been given a long lap penalty at Silverstone. So that means, I was saying... We're going to see that. We're going to see that. But, but I, was, I was saying to you before, I said, I guarantee you Quattararo will win that race. Well, he's not going to win it now. With a long lap penalty, it's unlikely he's going to win when you've got such stiff competition. Such as, well, the long, the long lap is... Oh, I think it's, you know, the sort of the very slow complex, the village complex. Oh, yeah. So on the, on the outside of the hairpins, there's a sort of um, an extended piece of, uh, there's like a sort of extended piece of track, yeah. which is longer than the actual corner. So that means you lose about three or four seconds. It's going to be very difficult for him to win the MotoGP with a long lap penalty. Um, having said that, last year he completely dominated so it could happen, but the competition is fierce. You've got Bagnar, you've got Espargaro, you've also got Vinales now. So, okay, well, we will, we shall literally see I about that. Think, I think we should look out for Bezeki as well. What's that, sorry? I think we should look out for Bezeki. I think, yeah, I think we should probably should. I think he's really other good. news, other news uh, in terms of riders and, and where they're going. Alex Marquez, who some of us thought would be out of a ride, he's actually got a seat for next year. He's on the Grassini Ducati. So I imagine that Bastianini, well, Bastianini will be leaving that team because um, DJ Antonio has been signed for next year as well. So Marquez goes into that seat. Um, Bastianini, uh, will he go to the factory Ducati team? Well, we don't know, actually, because um, uh, Jorge Martin was favoured for that. Uh, but you could also say that Marco Bezzecchi, uh <laughs> could have an outside shot at a, a factory Ducati seat as well. Uh, now... Different matters, something I'm really excited about. At Goodwood at the weekend, it was the public revealing of the new Porsche, uh, I think we call it LMDH car, the Porsche 963. This is going to race in the World Endurance Championship in IMSA, Le Mans and what have you. The yeah. car looks amazing. And what, what's going to happen is that Porsche is going to run a factory team run by Penske. They're also, they're also selling cars to privateer teams. So Jota, the team who won the MP2 class at Le Mans. They're going to run a Porsche 963 next year in WEC. If we go back to the 1980s when the WEC was at its best. It was at its best because you had customer um, cars. So Porsche, there were loads of privateer teams running Porsches and hopefully that, that hopefully more teams will, will, will do the same next year. What I like as well is the name they've given it. My all-time favourite car is the Porsche 962. They called this the Porsche 963, so I quite like the number they've given that. Wow. Moving on, it's going to be me talking quite a lot here, but hopefully, moving on to races, there was, there was most of GP at the weekend. Now, you, both of you assured me that you watched the highlights on ITV4. Finn, you did. Will, did you? Okay, so let's go to, let's start off, let's go in reverse order. Let's go Moto3. That's the first win for a chap called uh, Sasaki. Um, really, Moto3, crazy race as normal. Moto2 was excellent as well. Another crazy race won by uh, Augusto Fernandez. That's his third win, I think. Now, what's interesting? MotoGP standings, no, sorry, Moto2 standings. Doesn't get much closer than this. First place, tied, Vietti and Fernandez, 146. And in second, or you might say third place, Agura and 145. The top three separated by one point. So that's really exciting. MotoGP, uh, win for Bagnaia. We talked about that. The big incident was Quattararo crashing into Espargaro. And the story of the race really was Espargaro coming back through the field from 15th up to 4th, including uh, a last 
double yeah. overtake on the last double overtake into the chicane on the last lap so that where was, is that where is the Netherlands what track is it I don't it's know. called Aston Aston is it I haven't I'm, my brother's been there he's been to see World Superbikes there it's a circuit I'd love to go to I think it looks like good but, but I mean really I would say that the, 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 the Dutch Grand Prix is the jewel of the crown really of the, of the MotoGP Canada. you literally just said like a few, few, few weeks ago Magello was I know I know I think both of them are no, I think Aston is. It's known as the Cathedral of Speed. And they had 100,000 100, people there. Amsterdam was incredible. Now, what's really good is, is there's a five-week summer break now. Next round, Silverstone, they all know that we're going to be there. But what's great is that Quattro's got a long that penalty, so he might he probably won't win. Spargo finished third there last year. He's got to be a favourite to win. Bagnaia's on a... Obviously, just won the last race. He's going to be confident. Vinales... Finished third uh, at Assen. Vinales won his first MotoGP at Silverstone. It's going to be massively competitive. Um, so a lot for us to look forward to. And also we've got that Moto2 race where the top three are sort of basically all you know, tied on one, four, six points. So lots to look forward to there. And if you watched it, Will. Thoughts, your thoughts on... You watched the hour-long highlights? I or? didn't. Uh, I mean, we were all thinking Quartararo has been on an amazing run, like, mm. but I didn't. I didn't think he would actually go for that move. That was. He doesn't crash. That was that was ridiculous. It was so far back. He doesn't crash. He's not a crasher. And what was nice afterwards? He went to apologise to Alicia Spargaro. Alicia Spargaro is quite an emotional uh, person, um, but actually, uh, Alicia Spargaro. Apologised to Quartararo. I said, "No, no, no! It's not your fault. It's my fault." And they hugged, and it was all really nice. Um, Finn, your thoughts? I loved it. Good. What did you? What was your the highlight for you? Um, that overtaking to the final chicane. Yeah, that was, that was amazing. That's amazing. That was amazing. Now, I think what's interesting is, well, it's close to the championship right up because Quartararo didn't score any points. So Spargo is less than the win behind Quartararo. I thought after the last race, the championship is over. Forget it. But now, also with that long lap penalty, the championship is now wide open again. Uh, very good. Very good. Moving on to... You know what else was funny? My dad watched that with me. And he yes. has no idea. He's into Formula 1. Yes. He has no idea about most GP. And he was just going, when there was a black and orange flag and stuff, he was going, what's a black and orange flag? And he was going, and when that fire, he was just like, oh, wow, that was, that was incredible. I've got a question. Is your dad envious that he's not going to most GP? I don't know. I thought he'd be saying, oh, why aren't I going? I don't know. <laughs> okay, but he's, he's more of a Formula 1 fan. Yeah. He's a big Formula 1 fan. Yeah, whenever Charles so, Darby goes, let's go. So he's never so he's never actually, he knows nothing about MotoGP. Hence, he's not particularly upset he's not going, I suppose. No. Right, uh, moving on to the um, predictions table. Because um, we all went for Quattawaro to win, all of us. We, um, we should have. The only person who scored any points was me. I only scored... I got back nine in the top three. I got him in second. So that scored me 10 points. Um, so nothing's really changed. So Finn, uh, you went Quattawaro, obviously nothing there. Binder. Actually, he did quite well, Binder. Binder was fourth, wasn't he? Because he was overtaken by... Oh, was he? No, no, no. He was fifth, sorry. He was fifth because he was overtaken by Spargaro. So that wasn't a bad prediction. Bastianini, I said to Will last week, Bastian, he's nowhere now. He's won three races, but I actually wonder whether the fact you Was he fifth? No, he was nowhere. No, fifth was Oh, no, sorry, he was 13th. I'll tell you what. 
Miller's done really well since he's, he's lost his seat. Um, I'd have kept Miller, to be honest. I like Jack Miller. I do. I, he's got. He's going to KTM. I, I wouldn't. If I was Ducati, I don't think I'd sign Bastianini. He's not consistent enough. I'm not sure if I'd sign Martin either, because he's also not consistent. Right, so Will, Quattro, Bastianini, Espargaro. I mean, had Quattro and Espargaro not crashed, then that, that would have done well there. But you scored no points for the pair of you, which means Finn, 350 in first. Second, Will, 280. And all that happens, Will, is I'm on 270. I've, I've caught up with you slightly. Now, can we just have, point out every yes. week? Yes. Mr. Bird comes in saying, oh, I'm so confident about this this one this week. I'm so confident. And then he's he's last. Will plans this. He looks at who won the last race. I rock up. <laughs> I put I put something radical every week. And I still, I'm still first. I know. It's like frustrating, is that? Because really, I should I should be leading by a mile. No. With my knowledge. And I, you know. Just, yeah, I should be last. Because Will yes. also does a bit of preparation for this. Yeah. I just rock up. Yeah, but you were, you were like 150 ahead of me when I joined. And now you're only... In all fairness... Finn, Finn, it might work for our predictions, but but in life generally it's quite good to prepare things. So don't think you can wing it through life. Well, but but maybe for this you can. <laughs> right now moving on to um, I'm calling this I'm calling this the large question. The large question. Did you like my jingle? Do you like that? Oh, you, well. Well, I do. I don't care about you two. Um, we put it to the vote. I, ha- I had two jingles lined up. One was the large question, the other being the big question. And year nine voted on, on it in my history lesson. Uh, they liked the large question. Now, what is the large question? The large question is this. Um, which is the worst venue to have hosted a Formula One race? I'm going to go to you first, only because I've been talking an awful lot. No, Finn's saying no. We're going to Will first. Because Will's done some prep and Finn probably hasn't. Will, to be what? fair, I did forget it was today. Oh dear, oh dear, he's helpless. Right, uh, Will, over to you. Uh, Las Vegas, Caesar's Palace. Okay, I think, I think that, that's a good. Yeah. I think that's a good choice. Tell me why. It's bad, no overtaking. It's literally a biggie. A big what? Biggie. Oh, it is. Yeah, sorry. The, the layout is like a biggie, isn't it? Yeah, you are right. Um, I've also, I've also, anything else about, I've also put Sochi down. I hate such. Right. Anything else to say about Caesar's Palace as to why it's a bit of a not the best venue? I mean, do you know exactly where that where it was in yeah, Caesar's it was Palace? Yeah, behind the casino. Yeah, it, it, it was come up. Yeah. Um, so it's slightly it's odd. It's just not really. A, it's just not good, though, is it? It's just. No, having a Grumpy Circuit on a car park does sound very weird. You know, Nico Rosberg's dad won there. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. He did. Well, hold on, let me think about that. No, he didn't win oh, there because right. they had two races in 81 and 82. Yeah, he won. Now, I wasn't watching Formula 1 in 81, uh, but in 82, Michele Alboreto won in a Tyrrell, a Denim-sponsored Tyrrell. And that, those are the only two races they, they had there. Um, now, Will, uh, you said you had some other races, other venues were in contention. Sochi. Tell me why Sochi. It's just it's the same as Caesar's Palace. There's no overtaking. It's always actually if you go back to the last race, it was Sochi. It was unbelievably good. Yeah, but how many times has there just been nothing happened? So, so you're you're saying that that Sochi tends to produce processional races. Yeah. Any any other circuits which sort of came into the poor card? Oh, and, and why poor card? I quite like the fact you've chosen that. So I just, it's just not. It's not. 
It's not nice. I don't like it. I don't like the blue and red. Yeah, I don't like that either. I, I really, really don't like that do you know, at all. Do you know, a few on, years, if you ask Will, maybe the start of this season... I, I'm gonna predict. If you asked Will that, that, that question, he wouldn't have given. He you... wouldn't have given Sochi. Actually, oh. if you asked Will the start, at the start of this at the start of this one on calendar, what do you think of former card and Sochi? You would say he, he likes them. No, I wouldn't. No, <laughs> he wouldn't. We, we right. No, we no, always Trish. when when we were when we pair for right. like we always we race and and you, Tristan always loves Sochi. You know, when we're doing those can thing, uh, and we would we would hate them because they're so bad. So, uh, Peter, you know, are you saying you know Will's you know, mind better than he, he, he knows his I do, I do. Okay. I, I remember this. I have an incredibly good memory of this. Yeah. It does help having a good memory. Will, yeah. uh, you know, at the start of the year when Sochi was taken off the calendar, yeah. me, Joe and Will were all at rugby with you mm-hmm. that one Saturday, and I asked Will, me and Will, Joe asked Will, what what do you think about Sochi being taken off the calendar? He said, that's not good. Oh, really? Okay, that's interesting. He's got a good memory, isn't he? You have, have to be careful what you say in front of him. I did say that. Because he'll remember it. This is why you're so good at remembering those uh, former world champions. Um, very good. Now, Finn, over to you. Okay, you've had time to, to think about things. Which do you think is the worst uh, venue? I I, can I go last? No, 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 no. Well, okay. Oh, well, Trouble is, you'll one. be following I me. I have one. I have one. Okay. I'm prepared for this. Okay. But I do, I do want to go last. Okay. So... Okay. Hey, what's yours? Right. Well, I, 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 before I get to it, I, I'm going to build up to it because is it on this calendar? Uh, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no, no. Tell me because I'm not. Going it's off. not. It's not on okay, the calendar. Okay, right. Okay. So, um, I decided that there are kind of three categories here. There were you got great circuits which have been ruined by being modernised and improved in inverted commas. The classic example being Hockenheim. Tilka. So, 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 Stupid Tilka. Herman Tilka. So, so any He's circuit rubbish. which has been ruined by inverted commas improving it is, is a contender. There's also just terrible circuits. So you could have places like uh, Dallas, the street circuit in 1984. You could have um, Phoenix, Arizona, which was used in 1991. You could say things, places like maybe Sochi, for example. And there's also another category, which is um, venues where there are no spectators, where there's no interest in the sport. So there's nothing worse, actually, when you're watching a Grand Prix and there's about sort of 100 spectators there. These sort of Middle Eastern um, circuits tend to have, well, they just tend to have grandstands on the start finish straight. You can't spectate anywhere else, which, which I don't like at all. I wouldn't go to any circuit, which I couldn't walk around. But also places like Bahrain, there's only a handful of spectators there. So those are the three categories. Now, I've actually... I'll give you my second place first. What can you draw a Venn diagram? No, 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 not drawing. <laughs> <laughs> that's your, that's your, that's actually a good I, idea. Well, I'll tell you what. In effect, I kind of have done a Venn diagram, Will. In second place, and I think a lot of people would agree with this, Phoenix, um, a characterless street circuit full of 90-degree corners. Uh, there were no spectators there. Uh, and in fact, there was a local ostrich race which drew more spectators than the Grand Prix. So here we have... Ostrich. Uh, ostrich, yeah, there was. Well, yeah. those are taller than Will. Yes. <laughs> They're taller than you as well. Well, actually, he is quite tall. Now, no, isn't he? no. Right, well, he's definitely taller, definitely taller than you, Will. Um, so that that kind of... Going back to your Venn diagram, so that's a terrible circuit uh, and also no spectators. So there's your Venn diagram there for Phoenix. Now, the one I've gone for is a circuit which... A lot of people actually quite like. This will surprise you. So I think the worst venue to have hosted a Grand Prix is Korea. South Korea. I like yes. Korea. 
Why do you like it? I just do. It's got character to it. Well, I, I'm going to argue it's got no character. So uh, this is the reason why I've, I, I've chosen Korea. I, Circuit, I think, was terrible. It was designed by, surprise, surprise, Homer Tilka. So it has... one of Tilka's few of his... No, no, I don't think it's one of his... Well, well people... This, some, is like, this is like China. Some people, it is. People can argue they love China, but some people say it's really well, bad. As I was saying to my year 10 history students... Um, there are arguments for and against. I would like to see their now, test scores. I'm going to argue, uh, I'm going to argue, <laughs> the test scores of motivating will be very, very good. No, 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 gonna, history test scores. Oh, they'd be excellent. I'm going to argue against um, Korea. Lots of long straights, very long straights, followed by ridiculously, ridiculously tight corners. That, that, that That's one of the main features of it, which I don't like. I don't no, like... It's really tight corners, but also it's got, so we've got a very long straight, I think turn, okay, start from straight, there's a couple of corners, very long straight into a ridiculously tight hairpin. That, I'm and, seeing and, a Daniel Ricciardo dive. Yeah, and, and that, that encourages crashes. Then we have a, another straight, followed by, this is what I really don't like, a hairpin, which is immediately followed by a chicane. If you've got a hairpin, you don't yeah, need a Yeah, you can't have the chicane. You can't have the, you can't have the pen. So... I like I like the element of long straight tight corner. I, yeah, That's, I'm slightly bored of that, but I like I fast just, corners. I know. Yeah, by all means, have one slow corner. So let, let me go back to this. So I, I think it's a terrible layout. It's typical Tilka circuit. Um, I think we're almost more thought has been given to sort of the architecture in terms of the sort of pit and paddock buildings and the actual racetrack. Now the idea was. So this track was built on marshland, and the idea was that an entire city would grow around the circuit, so it would be like a half-street circuit, half-permanent circuit. Um, well, when they, when they hosted the Grand Prix there, it was like a building site, and those buildings, that, that city never materialised. So you ended up with a, with a Grand Prix around a building site. There were no spectators there because there wasn't much interest. There were no Korean drivers in Formula One. There was no interest uh, in, in Grand Prix racing in Korea. So going back to our bed diagram, Will, um, this is it's a terrible circuit, okay? And also no spectators. So there's your bed diagram again. Now that's a controversial call because a lot of people, like you were saying, Finn, like that circuit. But um, we had a phase of Formula One going to countries where there was no, there was no interest in the sport. And there's nothing worse than, than seeing Formula One with, with no spectators. With no spectators, there's no atmosphere. Have I convinced you that Korea is the worst circuit? No. Okay, have I convinced I, you? I've just seen the layout. It looks very nice. Okay, that's fine, because you're allowed to have a different opinion. So you... You can't tell me that this doesn't look nice. Well, look, this is that... Sorry, this is great for radio. There was also an issue with the pit lane entrance, that the pit lane entrance was on the same racing line as the normal racing line. So that was considered very like dangerous. This. Make, make well, a little bit of track that goes straight. Hold on. Okay, here's that <laughs> long tweet? straight, <laughs> ridiculously, hold on, ridiculously tight corner, hair, hairpin. Yeah, know. that's bad. That's bad. I don't like, like it at all. Right. Have you seen the tweet about um, the guy, some, some guy said that about that stupid chicane at Abu Dhabi thing, the driver should just drive straight over it. What? Because eventually, if, if, if you keep driving, driving, taking that bit of track that's straight into the... Um, and of course, four or something, thank goodness, or five, then yeah. then they will just eventually give up. And, and thank goodness, yeah. common sense prevailed, and they got rid of it. Very good. Now here we go, people. Moving on to the world championship penalty shootout. Uh, no, I've not said mine. Oh, you haven't, have you? Okay. What, sorry about that. This is going to be really controversial, Excellent. and I'm going to keep we it like controversy. I like my lunch soon. Uh, uh, so I've had my lunch. I'm okay. Yeah. Okay. 
What is it? Monaco. Oh, excellent. Now, why have you said that? Most people well, disagree with you, but... I like Monaco, yeah. but in a sense of racetrack, it's not actually that good. There's loads of slow corners. Yeah. It's really tight and twisty. Yeah. There is no overtaking. That, that's quite a good I thought point. he was the one that was arguing you can't have a Formula One thing. He was. You he can. Was. He was, but you can't. But it's not actually that good. Really. So, so what? 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 Finn has no, done. The venue. What, what, well, what he's done. You make a quite a good historian. You've argued in favour of Monaco last week or the week before, and now you're arguing against Monaco. Yeah, no. I like. Oh, but well, no, you can't do that. The that, venue. That, that's a good thing. I'm saying. I know what you're saying. The venue well, itself. The venue thing is amazing, but the actual circuit, it's because brilliant. it doesn't produce racing, so you could argue it's the worst circuit for racing. No, I, I think, no, I like that. I mean, people disagree, but that doesn't matter. I, I like that. Right, moving on, because Finn wants his lunch. I want my lunch. I mean, it is chicken bounty. I have the salad option. Right, here we go. Yeah, okay, I don't blame you. Uh, Will, A or B? Uh, B. B, these are pre-selected. Right, Will, you're going first. 1974. 1974. Emerson Correct. Uh, right, that means you've got 1977. Yes. Um, back to you, Will. I think this would be a draw. 2004. Correct. Finn, 1997. Yes. Um, Will, 1988. 88? Yes. PK. Senna. Yes, Oh, Will. Right, I think that could be it. Finn, 2001. Uh, uh, Will, 1995. Schumacher. Yes. Um, Finn, 72. Was Fatali. Yes. Uh, you have to get this, Will. Uh, 77. Nicky Lauda. Yes. We've had that. No, we haven't. Yes, we have. That was my first no. one. Oh, gosh, it was. That's a mistake on my part. That's really right, That's silly, isn't it? Uh, well, at least he was paying attention. And Finn... To win it? Yeah. Oh, 84. Sorry. 84. Ah! Come on. Bruce PK. What's your final answer? PK. Is that your final answer? You're wrong. That's a draw. It was Nicky Lauda by half a point. Oh, my God. No! Yes. Right. Okay, so moving on, because you want to go to lunch. This weekend, uh, you got your Pinot Noir series at Monza, Iron, but, of course, it's the British Grand Prix at Silverstone. Um, let's Which go. Uh, Finn, do you want to go first? Yeah. You should go first. Uh, Hamilton to win. Verstappen second. Oh. Interesting. Russell third. Oh yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. Can we just check what Finn's how big Finn's lead is? It's, okay. Will, what are you going okay, for? Uh, Leclerc. Yeah. Russell. Well, quite. That's, that's good thinking. Russell. Russell's definitely going to be on the podium. I'm going to go for... I'm going to go... Okay, I'm going to go for something different here. I'm going to go Verstappen to win. I'm going to go Leclerc second and Russell third. Is there... Hold on. Is there... Is it a sprint, sprint conference? Uh, yeah, I think so. Oh. Excellent. Right. Now, these two are desperate for their lunch. So, till next week, it's goodbye. This was an SJC radio production. The presenters were Mr. Bird, Will and Finn. The editor, Mr. Bird the producer Tom Russell. Thank you for listening to this episode of Pit Stop with Mr. Bird. 
There's a few new things I want to make you aware of. We've got a new website, which you can find by going online to shows.acast.com forward slash pitstop, where you can also find links to our Twitter and uh, on the about page, more information about the hosts as well. We're also on lots more platforms in addition to where you're listening to us now. So we're now on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Apple Podcasts and Amazon Music and lots more, as well as TuneIn like we've been on since we started so head over to those platforms to subscribe on the most convenient one for you and find all our back catalogue of episodes to listen to again as well